Warning, the following podcast contains violent scenes that may be unsettling to some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. There is a Gorgon inside the box, and we want to figure out what it is doing. Unfortunately, we will turn to stone if we see her face, and she might try to make us look. Join Becca playing Vector, Jorin playing Nila, Monica playing Maxine and Tillman as the Game Master in Think Before Asking, an Eclipse Face scenario written by Anders Sandberg. Please follow Twin Cities by Night on social media and consider supporting us on Patreon. Enjoy. So you agree to the conditions. You each get a augmented reality program sent by Dolores. Your muse do the typical like virus scans and well, everything she said seems to uh, be true. It doesn't send any valuable data anywhere you don't want it. Just works locally. And it has this checkup with the local server system so that it only works when it is in a specific like network. Here you go. Also, I take it, I mean, you probably want to talk to Theodora. She does a lot of management here. You can usually find her in the server room. So I'm sending you the map software as well. Enjoy the experience. Thank you, Dolores. And with the map in place, Nila will just start walking towards Theodora, I think. One thing that immediately becomes clear as you like pull up the map system, you would not have found her if you didn't have the map software. The way around is an absolute maze. It's not that long, but they made sure it's as complicated as fucking possible. Taking a good look at the map, is there are the areas specifically labeled as we're starting to look through them? Uh, yeah, you walk through what is called the endless corridor, and at the end of it is server room. Is that really like the only two parts to this, or are there other areas? I'm there kind of are, thinking... There are, of course, other areas, but you wouldn't necessarily need to pass through them okay i was thinking more from the perspective of making educated guesses if the device is still here where it might be kept but then that also occurs to me that theodore might just be the better person to talk to yeah from the map alone you can make like really rough guesses maybe where you think storage areas would be located but they could like hold pretty much anything you also, of course, see that there's a region for like power plant. So maybe it's stored there to like not draw attention because nuclear power, but those right now would just be random guesses, I would say. I mean, nuclear power has its own radiation. So yeah, I mean, it would make sense if it's stored here. Uh, so after she's like done thinking that through, it's like, okay, on our little network, head, head to Theodora. This place looks really complex. Yeah, let's just stick to the map as closely as we can. Get in, get out, get rid of this fear thing and be done with it. I think after we come out here, we can just report back and they will be happy with it. Let us uh, walk quickly if we could. And thus we pick up some pace. So you make your way into the corridor. The augmented reality illusions don't really seem to be in effect right now. 
you're constantly like eager for something to happen. You look at like every one of the balconies expecting some sort of like jump scare or something. So you're power floating through. The whole atmosphere is just eerie on its own. The corridor truly does seem kind of endless. It's it's a bit like a 3D fractal. You move along these curved sweeps just to end up in like an area that branches off and looks exactly the same. And constantly the walls seem to be coming closer. You're not sure if everything is the same, though, as before. Things twist even more, it seems. You feel very uneasy, like everything is encroaching onto you. It's been quite a while now since you left Dolores and you never actually saw anyone else yet. However, Vector, you probably like picked up the mesh connection here. It's like really top-notch, like insanely good. Their server power must be absolutely immense. And there's a a bunch of connections to it, but like most of them are completely like inactive. Some of them just like spit out white noise and your muse is automatically filtering it out. You're not sure if that's encryption or if that's just nonsense that you're unfamiliar with. Yeah, Vector finds that very interesting indeed. Um, if what Dolores said was true, where they tried to like rescue egos from the void, it could make sense that they need this really powerful server for that. But is there really such a demand for a fear algorithm that it could pay for something like this? Just interesting. Vector also does contemplate like plugging in so they don't even have to talk to anybody, but is a little bit concerned about just doing that. Yeah, you probably like scanned for Theodora just to like text message her maybe, but you don't have her show up. Maybe she is like anonymous in this network or doesn't want to be bothered and is like on private mode. So it seems you have to continue on your way. Maxine is getting a little paranoid now. She's not seeing anything, but it just seems like a very long way to hover and float to get to a room. So she's going to look at Vector and just every couple of minutes ask her, are you sure we're going the right way? Are we any closer to getting there? Didn't we just pass this place? It seems like the walls are getting a little bit narrower. Or is that just me? Is anybody else noticing that? One more thing that just occurred to me, Vector, if you want, you can roll me your no AR design. Now that you know what the nicotine Elridge people like, deal with with this fear algorithm maybe you have picked up on something like that previously yeah let's let's see what vector knows and uh to answer maxine vector like every time she brings up a question like yes we're going in the right direction yes it's going to be okay yeah the walls are probably coming in close i don't know (laughs) and you have a success so Going through things that you've heard about fear algorithms, it did actually, like you were researching something entirely different. You probably were researching like Victorian style AR designs and these guys came up, but you didn't know it was Nicotine Eldridge maybe, or you forgot about it. But yeah, their deal is they actually 
make money with these fear algorithms. In fact, there seems to be quite a crowd for it that constantly awaits new releases. And they have kind of cornered the market because no one really works in this field beside them. But the crowd that buys this is similar to like the XP fanatics. They're always looking for like a new rush, basically like video game crowd. The huge server space that they have here is for their main project that you briefly like looked over once. Apparently, they have the satellite dishes and they collect random bits of data traveling by and try to reconstruct egos from it. Their belief is that there are many lost souls coming from Earth or trying to come from Earth still. And they are trying to collect this data and like find people that have been left on Earth. Interesting. Do I know if they've been successful with that at all? Putting one and one together, all those mesh connections you see probably are results of their experiments. And your guess is like, no, they are not very successful. Interesting. Okay. Okay. So as you think on that and maybe share it with the other two in the group, you see in the corner of your eye someone standing on one of the balconies, specifically Vector. As I kind of turn to the two of you to share it within our connection, even though it's like going over this mind link, I still like physically look at you guys. And then you see Vector's eyes go a little bit wide as she sees that person trying to figure out, is this my imagination? Is that a real person? So as you turn around to, to face it, it kind of dissolves, but you are absolutely certain you saw your father like you remembered him from Earth. Vector goes white with the blood kind of draining a little bit out of her face. And, um, and maybe as she's sharing information, just like trails off and doesn't really finish. Like maybe she's talking about the egos and how they haven't been very, so, and then just done as she tries to process what she just saw. Haven't been really what exactly? Vector, are you okay? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think so. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's just the, the program kicked in a little bit. I, I wasn't really expecting to see what I saw. Nothing, nothing overly scary or threatening, just, just not what I was expecting. Do you want to share so we all know what to expect next? Is it going to be rabbits with three mouths? Because I'd like to know. Uh, no, it's, um, without getting into too many specifics, it was someone from my past. It, but it couldn't be them because they no longer exist. Oh, damn. This stuff is highly personal then. Let's hurry up a bit more. Were you expecting me? You hear a voice like from behind you? Vector does a quick turnaround. Is it still her father? No, it's your mirror image. Do I get the sense that this is one of her other selves? Yeah. Right. Uh, something that I didn't explain earlier is that when Vector copied herself, she sees each copy as an old family member. So would I get the sense that Maybe this was a mere, self, mere version of myself that maybe I considered one of my kids, my significant other. 
that sort of... Would you give these other versions of yourself the morph that looks similar to the people you remember? If I had the ability to do that, yes. Okay. No, but right now you're looking at a mirror image. This person in front of you is identical to your looks right now. Okay. And so I just imagine that the other two see Vector turn around and start talking to herself, as in they don't see whoever else is there. Um, no, I wasn't expecting you at all. Vector, who are you talking to? There's nobody there. You don't, you don't see me right here? And she vaguely gestures to the area. Don't mind these strangers. You never needed them. Vector, I, I, I know you have a thing for copying yourself. I see one you. Just you. Vector turns to look back at herself. What are you doing here? I'm trying to tell you that your family needs you. Don't really understand what you're doing here. Why you're hanging out with these people. Why do you trust them? Everyone left you. Everyone betrayed you. I thought, I thought this was a decision that, that you made, that we made to not trust anyone but us. And, and we know how unrealistic that can be. You know I trust you, but you need, you need to trust me too. Remember, we're, we're trying to get our family back together. Sometimes that means we need to work with others. So what does it do for the family? Why didn't you just, you know, fork yourself? Have one copy, like, going on whatever firewall errands. I don't fucking care. One working for yourself on Mars. Remember Mars? Wage slavery? Yeah, I, I remember Mars. That's what I'm working towards right now. I, I need these people help to get to that. To get to, to, get to Mars. Get to Mars? What the hell are you? You're talking about and of course we trust this girl is tripping and she has a gun that is all i'm going to point out in this situation she needs to get it together or i'm going to end up with a bullet in my leg i'm pretty sure i'm faster with my bullet than she is with hers but you're you're some some mind thingy right can't you like do something about this I have no way of getting through to her with just words. Nela, I am a psychosurgeon, not a rocket scientist, and I'm not here to help her in her VR, you know, trauma that she's going on, but I can tell that look in the eye of someone who has some deep-seated trauma and she is reliving it right now. And when people go through this stage, they are very unpredictable. So we need to try to get her out of this as best as we can, as fast as we can, before this takes a turn. She's questioning us. That's not good, girl. So, Dr. Jones, I'm getting the feeling you have a really hard time connecting with people, despite your job, really. Maxine's going to look around. You don't really see anyone besides the other two. Did one of y'all just talk to me? Nuh-uh. She's going to look over her shoulder again. Who said that? You don't really see anyone still. The voice pauses a little, comes back. Tell me, Dr. Jones, when did the helplessness start? When did you stop believing that you could form relationships with people? 
Maxine is going to reach out and just kind of hold on to the back of Vector's shirt just to have some sort of physical comfort. She's going to keep looking around, hoping to see somebody because the idea of a disembodied voice is very creepy to her. And she's going to respond with, you're not real. You're in my head. This is just a program. We need to get to the end of this hallway and we need to do it quickly because now I'm tripping and I don't even know how to use a gun, but I'll find a way. We need to find this Theodora lady. We need to do it now because now I'm hearing stuff, guys. Okay. Factor, whatever you're seeing, whatever you're hearing, it's not real. It's the augmented thingy. Get yourself together. We need to get to the end of this hallway. Are you coming with us? Are you even with us? Does Neela get physical with Vector as well? I think she at least touches Vector's shoulder and maybe shakes it a little bit. Come on, get back. Okay, so between the two, like, physical touching of Neela and Max, it kind of jogs Vector to look at the two of them and start to refocus on what we're doing. But it, she has that moment where she's looks back at her mere self and wants to keep arguing, but then re- it's gone. resists. Hmm? It's gone. Oh, it's gone. You removed your attention. You look back. It's gone. You see Vector pause for, for a moment and then just nods, staring off. Uh, okay. Yeah. It, Yes, let's let's get going. We gotta we gotta get out of here. Okay, everybody's good. Let's go, and we keep moving towards the end of the hallway. Doctor Jones, earlier you confided in me that you really wish to have children. Is it possible that you don't allow yourself to bring children into this broken world of ours? Max is gonna look visibly shaken at that question. And she's going to kind of smack Neela's shoulder with the back of her hand and say, see, now the creepy voice in my head is talking about babies. What did I tell you? I'm going to walk out of here with an alien baby and I am freaking the hell out. I don't want no babies. Nobody should be bringing babies into this discombobulated dystopian world. I don't want no kids, especially of the alien variety. So if we can move a little faster, that would be much appreciated. Can we just like strap rocket packs on our backs or something? We we need to go. I am freaking the hell out, guys. Unless you brought rocket packs, I don't think we can. We are doing our best. Just ignore the voice in your head. I've never heard anybody getting pregnant from augmented stuff. You're probably fine. I knew I should have had my ovaries removed when I had the chance. So I take it you try to continue on your way at an accelerated pace. Very desperately so. I am still clinging on to Vector and I am moving as fast as my body physically allows me to to try to get away from this embodied voice. And Vector kind of definitely appreciating just like some kind of grip on reality through that touch with Max and is working with her to kind of like, okay, let's push ourselves through. You turn a corner and come into a new hallway that kind of opens up in like an ovoid shape. Floating around this room are puppets of sorts or, you know, like mannequins, clearly somewhat mechanical. They don't move on their own. They're just floating around. 
their very detailed work. Nila, you recognize their features as the morphs of your family members that you left both. You know, you distance yourself socially as well as completely uh, from their peer group. And finally, you also left Mars and joined the scum or the anarchists. You notice a peculiar detail. All of the mannequins have a opening on the back of their skulls. It appears to you that this symbolizes someone took cortical stacks from your family members. And on the back of uh, the mannequins, you see a crude like graffiti tag of the Barsoomian movement, the freedom fighters on Mars that you originally joined to, well, stick it to your family and the Martian Rangers and the Planetary Consortium and capitalism, really all that that you hated there. Nila will enter the room and stop dead in her tracks. Oh, hell no. Nuh-uh. I'm not, I'm, no. What's, what are you seeing, Nila? Well, if you just saw a part of your history, that, whatever I'm seeing, I don't even know what you're seeing. All of that is my complete history. All jumbled together, all screwing each other over. Uh, she closes her eyes, uh, wipes her head. She is, she is, she's stuck. She's frozen. Max is gonna reach out with her free hand. And kind of very gently, very gingerly touch Nila's shoulder, kind of patting it. Hey, girl, come on. What you're seeing is not real. You know, none of us are in our right state of mind right now. Whatever you're seeing is an illusion. Just just keep focusing on my voice. Keep focusing on my touch. Just ignore whatever you're seeing, whatever you're hearing. It's not true, girl. We're almost there. We're almost there. We just got to push a little bit more, okay? And with that, Nila will keep her eyes closed. She'll put her hand out for Maxine to grab it and will just pray that she gets led through this place because this is a nightmare. So my understanding is you basically form a little group hug ball of people moving along through microgravity, not trying to pay attention to the things happening around you, staring ahead moving as fast as possible. I would like each one of you to do me a three times willpower check to see if you accumulate stress. Okay, what does that entail? Just a 1D100 check? Yes. And on your sheet, first page, top left, you have your aptitudes and you're rolling against the last aptitude, the middle value, your aptitude check, the highest of the values. So for Vector, you're rolling against 45. Max, you're rolling also against 45. And, oh yeah, Nila, also 45. So, okay, each one of you against 45. Can we spend our pools on that to raise that by 20? Yes, you can actually spend, uh, I think, Moxie or Flex before the roll to raise your value temporarily by 20. But that means you can't use another point to flip the roll after the fact. You can only ever use one point per roll. Hmm. Now I'm going to raise it by 20. <laughs> it doesn't matter anyway. Okay, so 
Maxine succeeded. She compartmentalizes everything that has happened as it's not real. I don't need to worry about it. But the other two, please each roll me 1d6 for stress as you encounter your past. All right, so Vector rolled a five. Need I roll the six? You are in luck. You don't take trauma. So yeah, you're stressed out, but, well, you're functioning. You know this is not real, but you have a really hard time right now accepting it. And you get really, really uncomfortable. I just imagine that what Vector's hearing right now is more and more voices of herself yelling at her the more that she tries to ignore and just focus on the the three of us in our little powwow. And she's just eventually just closes her eyes and like completely scrunches up, like gripping very hard on Mila and Maxine. And I'm sh- if Maxine could see, she could see like Vector's like starting to cry. Okay. Maxine is going to see Vector in distress and she's going to take a look at Mila to make sure she's still holding onto her hand. And she's going to, you know, reach out and bring Vector closer, just kind of pull her into a bear hug. Since Maxine's a little bit of a bigger woman, you know, it's like, just like a really tight hug. And she's going to say, it's okay, baby girl. It's not real. We've got this. Just don't cry, okay? There's nothing there. I've got you. I've got this. We're going to make it through this. We're almost there. Pull it together, okay, girl? Pull it together. Yeah, and as she turns to Ma- to Neela, Maxine, you will definitely see that Nila is white as a sheet. She's not crying, barely. She's holding it together, barely. Gripping her gun maybe a bit too tightly. She pulled out her uh, pistol, actually, and using that as a sort of safety blanket at the moment. She's going to grip Nila's hand nice and tight. You know, maybe cut the circulation a little bit just to kind of give her something, a little bit of pain for her to focus on. And she's going to say, come on, if you want to squeeze something, squeeze my hand, girl. Don't be grabbing no gun. There's nothing around us. It's just an empty corridor, okay? I know you're seeing stuff, but it's not real. You got to conserve your ammunition, you know, in case we actually need it. So just just focus on me. Focus on Vector. Just squeeze my hand if you need it. But you can't get gun happy on me right now, okay? You can't get gun happy. I'm trying, but if if any of them start to move, I I swear. You continue on your way. Now that you kind of understand what's happening around you, you find it easier to move past, though still distressing. Vector put it very well, or Becca. The more you try to ignore it, the more everything around you seems to like want to draw your attention in. But the blunt of it, happen now you're just moving past and you reach eventually the server room you see there is a woman or actually there is a mess of extremely long curly hair in the air that is connected to a woman she appears to be wearing a almost looks like a sleeping gown with white and light blue stripes and she clasps her hand Greetings! It's so rare that we get visitors. I'm Theodora. I've been watching your experience and performance here from my little office. I just have a few questions for you. On a scale of 1 to 10, how would you rate your current anxiety levels? Neela's a bit taken aback by just 
the bluntness of this, um, uh, I'd say an, an eight considering that I didn't actually fire my gut. It's definitely unpleasant. Mm, mm, yeah. And the rest of you? Vector's still holding on to Max, uh, but is slowly starting to relax and collect herself. Yep. I would say definitely an eight. It's going to be a 10 for me, okay? It's a 10. Now get it the hell out of my head. Oh, yeah, I'm just messing with you. We have all the data from the video feed. And yeah, we can deactivate it now. Thank you for participating in our research. So what brings you here? You're welcome. What, what brought us here again? Over our connection, Vector will kind of using that as a normal C to kind of get over the the crap that we just went through. She'll type to you. So we're looking into the anti-gravity to see if they've they've handled it here, if if they actually are aware of it. Oh yeah, right, right. Uh, with the thingy. Yeah. So she turns to this person. Yeah. We we heard a shipment came in here a couple months ago on the Landau Landau, and we were wondering whether you know anything about uh, Landau Landau. Can you be a bit more specific? Like when exactly? Uh, out of character, it was, I believe, the 7th of January this year. Roughly around the 7th of January this year? All right, let me take a look real quick. She like stares blankly into the void for a moment. You guess she does like mesh research. She returns her, her gaze to you. Uh, yeah, Itakura brought in a group of scientists. They are from the Titanian Christian Engineers Union. What's, what's your deal with them? Apparently, they had some radioactive cargo that needed like special handling. Um, they're helping out Christian brethren. Does that group sound familiar? What was the group's name again? The Titanian Christian Engineers Union. Huh. I I knew they were bringing in something with the uh, some 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 new what what did they call it again? The parts. Yeah, power supply parts. Those things. Was there still that much space on that ship for for a bunch of engineers? Well, I mean, there weren't that many of them. Let me think how many were there. Oh, wait, I have the, I have the file right here. Yeah, there were like four of them. Ah, that explains. Yeah, um, one of them is, is related to a relative of mine. And that, that one, I, I knew he was coming along, but I didn't know that there were multiple of them any any way of knowing where they or the package they were they were shipping when roll me deceive <laughs> i'm not <laughs> letting you get away with oh that's my family member <laughs> also maxine you have no argonauts and engineers and titan they are they would be kind of related to the argonauts maybe so if you want, you can roll that to find out whether you have heard of them. Not great, but I'm going to flip that around. Well, is that, is that useful? 
No, never mind. That's not useful. A family member. Hmm. Well, I mean, I can tell you where I sent them, but why do you want to know? Also, Maxine, with your success, you would know the Titanian Christian Engineers Union does not make sense. That sounds extremely made up. Nothing about this adds up at all. Okay, that's going to throw a red flag for me. Uh, she's going to keep her face pretty neutral, but using their secure connection, she's going to send a message to Vector and Neela. says, hey guys, I know my background around some of these people and the Titanian Christian Engineers Union makes absolutely no sense. I think this lady's bullshitting us. And with that information, Neela will say, okay, clearly I can't bullshit a bullshitter. Who was really on that ship? She seems surprised. And anyone who has it can roll me kinesics to like read her facial expression. I don't, I don't understand. I mean, here you have the data file and she like sends you a, a lock of sorts. Itakura came in with the Landau Landau and on board was like power plant parts, parentheses, radioactive. And then four people and you get names. It says Susan, Molly Foster, Ellen Lane, Murato Wong, and Daniel Simula. They said they're the Titanium Christian Engineers Union. They spend a short amount of time here waiting for my shuttle to get ready to move on. Honestly, I never really talked talk to them. They, they were always in virtual reality, holding their masses and doing prayers or something. I don't know. I didn't intrude. I filled my kine uh, kinesics. Yeah, but the other two passed, I think. She's being earnest. Like she's telling you in all honesty what she knows. Okay. Don't ask me why, because I'm not going to tell you. But I have reasons to not believe what is on that file. So tell me what I want to know. Tell me where the chipman went next and we'll be out of your hair. She rolls her eyes like real hard. Okay, like don't expect any more help from me though. And she sends you another like log, apparently some sort of transaction. The Titanian Christian Engineers Union paid in an amount of credits that is adequate to rent the fleshly diatribe, the shuttle uh, from this habitat, along with the pilot Dolores that you met earlier. And it has all the names again and Theodora's name is on there and the four names that I gave you earlier. Look, they left for Fornjot just a few days after they came here. And you would know, by the way, Fornjot is one of the smaller moons of Saturn. See, that's actually all we wanted to know. Thank you very much. And as promised, we'll be out of your hair, won't we? Yes, I'm going to nod and she's going to extend her hand to Theodora, just trying to be pleasant. I say, thank you very much, ma'am, for your help. We greatly appreciate it. We're just going to turn around and be on our way out. You have a lovely rest of your day. She like perks an eyebrow up. Like what? Do you want to be rude to me or not? Fear does things, you know, turns me into a whole another person. I am so sorry. Well, I guess I had it coming a little bit. She shakes your hand. I won't mess with you anymore. That is so kindly appreciated. 
Do you enjoy the morally gray choices Eclipse Phase has to offer? Then you might also enjoy our Changeling the Lost Vanity game. Vanity is set in Fort Lauderdale, Florida in 1993 and follows our motley crew as they attempt to find normalcy after being exploited and finding they must exploit others to survive. 